Let's go. Hello and welcome to another edition of MMA Uncaged. The gang is back for episode 14, proudly brought to you by Ginger Fox Coffee, guaranteed to make you as clever as a fox. Joining me as always, Gareth Soldier Boy McClellan, and of course, Justin Ferrier. Let's uh, start now with uh, Gareth. Gareth, let's talk about the fight that captured the imagination of the whole fighting community. Israel Adesanya, Paulo Costa, guy that you fought, uh, you were on the receiving end against uh, Baracino or the Eraser, as he's now called. But what did you make of it? Because we were divided. The three of us had uh, Paulo Costa as, as dominant. And then we thought, no, maybe it will be Adesanya. And in the end, Adesanya got the W. Yeah, look, so, I mean, I was surprised at, at, at the, way, uh, the way that he did it. I didn't expect it to be that clinical. I did believe that Adesanya was that good. I'm... Um, I think his striking is, as he proved, at probably a level that most of us could never imagine. Um, but oh, there was just certain things. I mean, Costa, again, we, we, I've been discussing this quite a bit, and it, it's very easy to come into a normal fight, a three-round fight, and just blitz guys and get, have that aggression. And they, The loss is, okay, I lose. So what? So I'm going to fight as hard as I can to make sure I don't lose. Then all of a sudden, it becomes the pressure of, okay, it's to become the champion of the world comes into the mix. And I've always said, a title fight is a different animal. It takes a certain mentality to win or to be elite in a title fight and be dominant like Adesanya was. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I'm a seed humble pie. I thought that Boricino was going to tear through him. I really did. I thought if he had come with the same... Same aggression that he had gone with everybody. I mean, how does a guy who walks Yol Romario down not engage with Adesanya, stand at the end of the range and try and technically outstrike him? Could never happen. He needed to use his size. He needed to use his weight. He needed to be aggressive. And that was his, that was his way to victory. It's the way he'd won every fight. Why change that? What was different? You know, I, I'd love to understand in his head, what made him sit back and not engage in the same way? Did he think that Adesanya couldn't hurt him? Three kicks in, different game. And uh, it was funny. I was, having, I was having a chat to a mate of mine in Mauritius while we were watching the fight. And he took, I think he took, one, he took one in the ankle, one in the calf, and then one in the knee. And you could see he, mm. his whole demeanor changed. His face changed. Um, he just, he didn't move the same way. He was trying to joke around and play this arrogant kind of style. He was trying to go, a lot of it was show. And I think he was trying to hide things. Um, but you could see mentally he just wasn't in the fight. He wasn't the guy that we had seen 13 times before that. Yeah, Big J, your thoughts? I, I think he was afraid of his cardio, was lack thereof. I think um, he knew it was a five-round fight. Uh, and I think... He was scared to push the pace. And yes, those kicks may maybe made him wisen up. And he thought, I'm not going to close the range now. Um, and maybe he was looking to push the round. But agreed, I also thought Costa would win. Um, I thought he'd march him down and ragged on him because uh, Israel is smaller. Um, wasn't the case. 
he fought Israel, which seems to, like I said before, it seemed to be <clears throat> sort of a, a love child between John Jones. He fought, he fought in the startup like a love, a love child of John Jones and uh, Anderson Silva. It was just, it was incredibly like stunning to see. Uh, that being said, and I'm, I am an Israel believer now, but that being said, it is easy to hit a, a non-moving target. Polo seemed to freeze up and he got be paid for it. I think what you watched was one of the best striking shows of, of striking ability we've seen in the UFC. I don't think that we've seen a guy that dominant on his feet um, of uh, probably going as back as the early days, the late Late Anderson Silva and the early days of John Jones. You know, John it, it Jones. Like he's ahead. Yeah, it just it it just he made Paulo Costa look like that. He shouldn't have been in there. You know, it, it was it was it almost looks like such a mismatch. It looked yeah. it looked like an early EFC days fight where <laughs> it was two guys put in there. One guy was just far superior than the other, and they were trying to figure it out. Isn't that what the great <laughs> champions do, though? Isn't they make you look average? You know, the top of the pile against whoever comes up against them, they make their opposition look average. Well, he seriously, seriously put his hand up now and said, okay, guys, if you don't believe what I'm capable of, then you've got a problem. Um, I think everybody thought that if, if anybody was going to dethrone um, Izzy, it's 100% would have been Paulo Costa. Um, you go back down the list of guys that are in the middleweight division, I don't really see anybody who can trouble him that much. I mean, there's 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 talk of that Jared Kinnear. That Jared Kinnear. I mean, he's he started out as I think he was heavyweight, then went to light heavy, and then fought at middle. And look, he's uh, he's um he's 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 a top wrestling guy. So he has he has um phenomenal wrestling, and he got savage power. He just ending guys' careers. Um, you know, you know what happened. I think. There will be a situation where he's so Israel is so far ahead, but he'll be forced to take some random takeoff, obviously because he's got to stay active, and he'll lose when he's not meant to lose. You know what I mean? He'll he'll lose when he's meant to walk it. Well, I mean, I don't know if you've seen the the tour on Twitter between John Jones and Israel Adesanya. Have you well, seen that? John Jones will absolutely murder him. I, I think that's one. I think, uh, look, I mean, that's 100. No, no, no. You can have everything. Every, I'll bet everything I don't have. That's the fight that they both want. Trust me, if there's a fight that anybody wants to see, it's John Jones versus Israel Adesanya. Did you see that? Did you see that? When he's beating of me at night, do you ever see a picture of me doing this? <laughs> 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 it was classic. <laughs> and then, listen, I'm. Wow. Guys. I've, I, I'm, I honestly believe what I saw in the last fight. I honestly believe that John Logan. Jones will be in for a tough fight. Man. You can't. Hey, Big J, you can't. No, no, no. You can't. It, they're recording this. They're putting it on the internet. Let's talk about it. We'll talk about it when it happens. But I mean, this... John Jones. Boy, I'll, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll buy you a big present if that happens. Okay, I'll there it is. You. It's official. It's official. Big present coming. Gareth's way. If... It won't be my mouth-passing glove. <laughs> oh, oh, he just uh, dropped that. How confident are you? He dropped that. He dropped that. How confident are you? How confident are you? If you go back in my, in my Facebook history, oh. one day it came up in my memories, 
And it was when, I think it was the, the Cormier fight, when he got pulled out on the day. And it was a meme that I put up. When I die, I want John Jones to lower me into the ground at my funeral because I wanted to let me down one last time. <laughs> right, that breaks my heart. I'm not joking. So maybe no, I shouldn't listen, be. I, I love think that. I think, he, I think we all loved him, but I think yeah. he just, you know, I think a lot of people have kind of been like, well, you don't know how to behave yourself and you behave like a moron on the stages, so why should you say Agree. You know, listen, there's no question that he's a moron. Unbelievable. Yeah. But, but I, I, think, I think that I think we could see a new king. Just my opinion. 19 and 0, Israel Adesanya, the last style bender, is making a huge case for greatest of all time in the middleweight division. But will we see him fight John Jones? We'll have to wait and see. It's all hyping to all that. But, but what, yeah. what, what about his chest impediment that, he, <laughs> that he's sporting? <laughs> What about his George Michael? Yeah. Wow. I mean, come on. <laughs> Does look, look, he's uh, look at the end of the day, Adesanya gets people talking, and he's one of those guys look like Conor McGregor. Whether it's pink hair, yeah. 100%. Yeah, he su- signed a deal with Puma, a multi million dollar deal with Puma. I mean, this yeah, guy is legit. He's on the cover of UFC 4, the video game. And like he, he said, what curse? What curse? Listen, at the end of the at the end of the day, the kid he he, he deserves it. He proved to, he proved who he was. You know, he rose to the top. He's chosen to fight all the toughest guys. He doesn't turn fights down, and he's winning. And he's winning convincingly. Um, I'd like to see him potentially fight Calvin Gastelum again. I think that would be a great fight. I think Calvin Gastelum's pushed him the furthest. But I think a great opportunity would be to go Boricino. <laughs> who's frothing at the mouth in Brazil and wants to kill everything, just say to him, hey, here we go, one more chance. It has to happen. has to happen. Uh, But you look at it and you go, he dismantled him. So what what incentive is there to make that fight? You look at it, he's dismissed it. He said, no, I put you away. It wasn't like a close decision. He's put him away. He finished yeah. him early. He finished, he finished the second him second round. And then he humped him. Yeah, he did. He did hump him. <laughs> he did a teabag. He teabagged it. No matter what, no matter which way I lost ever in my UFC career, <laughs> I never lost never with gonna... another man humping me. <laughs> All right, boys, let's move around. Uh, let's move on uh, in terms of time. Uh, now, Holly Holm was was in action against uh, Arena Aldana and Holly Holm was just on another level. At 38 years old, in pristine condition, is she sending out a message to, to the rest of the bantamweights that she wants the title back? I didn't realize she was so old. Yeah, 38, uh, 38 years old. I was also shocked when I looked at that as well. That's unbelievable. Mm. And look at the shape of her, eh? in, But it's effort. Incredible you know? shape. It's professionalism. I mean... Who she was as a boxer, uh, what she achieved, uh, her accolades, you know, that just switched over into MMA. And I think she now understands MMA more than what she did in the beginning. I mean, she became a champion very early, uh, stormed onto the scene. And I think she's grown as a, as a fighter. Um, she's... She, the performance that she put on a, on a, gay, a girl that's very dangerous, that's got exceptionally good boxing skills, uh, got power in her hands. Um, yeah, she just took her to town. And I mean, it, it wasn't even kind of a competition. Do you think she could have finished it 
time or did she play the toy to the no look I, I think I think that the I think the 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 fight was a good fight uh in terms of on the paper and that I think there's just levels to things and I think that uh yeah, yeah I think that once it once it happened and the fight started to play out she was just too good um but do you not feel that she blows hot and cold like she'll have a stellar performance. She kicked, she knocked out Ronda Rousey, we know that. And then she's kind of like, man. But it's, and then like, but, oh, she had a stellar performance. But over a long period of time there, you do get to the stage where you're just like, wow. But she's been with a coach for like 22 years or something like that. With What's his name? Um, Winkle John. Yeah. Winkle John, yeah. And, and when they, they're talking, the corner's talking to it between rounds. It's very concise and like the instructions are clear and all she's saying. no whatsoever. But that's what you mentioned. Like, this is what people that G will understand. Is that that nervous energy, if you've got a bad cornerman who doesn't know what he's doing, that nervous energy transfers. Like, you've got to be with the right corner that speaks your language, that can raise their voice at the right time, panic when they need to, not panic when they don't need to. And a lot of people just come up, platinum my Perry's is selling his corner ticket. I'm like, come on, man. What value? Like, I look at it and I go, yes, if I had the money I'd buy it. I'd be like, I just keep quiet. I'd, I'd hold the mm. ass because I would never want to give him the wrong information or I haven't trained with him. He has not, he's not, uh, hasn't tuned into my voice. Like, Gary, who would speak to you in the court? You would hone into a specific voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. A specific voice when you're against mm. the cave. A specific, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's you, come you've on. got to you know your corners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I agree with you. You can't just have anybody in the corner. And I think that's where guys fail. When they, when they, yeah, but he's just crazy. He's a, well, he's, he's a few. He's got a girlfriend in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's a few. He's not well. He's not well. Basket. 100%. That, guy, that guy's, man, that guy's kind of fighting. That's the only knows, that's the only thing he knows. He doesn't need anyone to tell him what to do. He just goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, I think there's, I think there's levels. There's definitely levels. And I think she just showed the level that she's at. Uh, uh, the maturity. I think what you saw of her, there was maturity. There was a skill set. Um, she she kind of she's kind of just in sync with herself now. She's done it so many times. There's nothing that 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 she can experience in there that she hasn't experienced. She's fought the toughest girls. She's fought um, the hardest hitting girls. She's been in some wars. She's destroyed some women. Yeah, yeah. She's 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 had um, she's had uh, she's had losses. She's dealt with that. And I think you just see somebody who's just super comfortable with herself. She got yeah. in there. She was psyched, psyched. She was in the zone. She was bouncing around. And as soon as the whistle went, oh, she just got on with her work. That was it. There was no, um, there was no, uh, she was you never saw her frustrated or fearful of anything. She just went, boom, this didn't work. Okay, let's switch this up. I mean, the fact that she threw that, that, uh, that first round, she threw the same combo every time the same speed, the same way, and then started to finish with the low kick. Low kick. But it, it, it wasn't the fact that she was throwing the, the combo uh, all the time. She used her movement to make the combination unpredictable. So no matter what she threw, she could have thrown something else and thrown it a million times, but she used her feet. And you could yeah. see that's a veteran movement. That's understanding range, playing with range. Yeah. Uh, she controlled the range. She attacked how she wanted to attack. And yeah. then from there, the takedown started to come. Yeah. yeah it was a combo. Sorry? Can you should be champion again? I think so. I definitely think so. I, listen, if there's anything I've realized in, in this sport, 
if you keep persist, if you keep persevering, you keep yourself focused, you keep working. How many guys have we seen reinvent themselves that just turn into monsters? I think you have you to know? in this sport. Yeah, like, you have to reinvent yourself. You have to evolve, otherwise you're going to be left behind. Coming through. Yeah, yeah. And they've got there's so much knowledge around her. Mm. She's a she's a veteran of uh, of combat sports. Yeah, she's probably the greatest in America. Probably the greatest woman combat sports person there is. Yeah, because of what she's achieved. So yeah, she's showing she that. Yeah, yeah, showing that in her class. And at forty eight, to still be in that kind of shape, thirty eight, and look that good. Uh, thirty eight, sorry. Yeah, to be in that kind of shape and still that focused is unbelievable. But, but I mean, look at her. I understand her coach, but look at her camp. Look at her yeah. training partners. No, yeah. exactly. It's crazy. Yeah. Don't judge. Um, Jen. <laughs> Uh, let's let's move on, and we're running out of time. We could talk about Holly Home all the time. I know Justin's a huge fan, um, but in terms of this fight, Ireland, this next fight night, we've obviously got a vested interest as Strickus Duplessis, um, EFC uh, double weight division champion. Um, he's a guy that KSW. has KS, KSW champion, and who Gareth Soldier Boy McClellan is responsible for one of the only two losses that yep. Trickless Duplessis has yeah. had, um, which he'll remind us until the day he dies, of course. But uh, Gareth, give us an idea of what it's like when the phone rings and you've got the UFC deal. And it's like, oh my God, I am going to fight in the UFC. Tell us what that's like. What's Trick is going through right now? Well, listen, you know, the thing is this, you work, you, you, you make an investment in a sport that there's a lot of uncertainties in. You're not sure of how it's going to pan out. Um, it can change in an instant for you. You can be the best in the world and it takes one fight and it can change the direction of your fighting career for a period of time. Um, you invest everything that you possibly can into it. It's hours and hours of endless, 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 endless sacrifice. Um, you sacrifice everything that, uh, that you have to, for this dream. And, you know... Is UFC a reality? Does every fighter wake up and go, I want to be in the UFC? In the UFC, yes, there's a lot more opportunity. There's a lot, a much higher level of skill, of trainers, partners, those kind of things. In South Africa, we don't have, really have that. You know, he has a guy who's the leader. He's the leader of the camp, uh, of his camp. He's the leader of the guys uh, in his gym. You know, he's the alpha male. And they, uh, they trying, they're trying to support him the best way they can. He's not relying on other people to get him there. Um, he's been very smart with the things that he's done in terms of how he's positioned himself to get there. He didn't just jump into the fire straight from the EFC. Um, I think there was potential for that. He went overseas to KSW, fought in, 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 in other lands. He fought in, in environments, you know, in the Eastern Bloc. It's a very difficult place to go and win and fight. And he fought in front of big crowds and, and he won them over. And they, they, he's got massive Trickers fan base there in, in Poland and that, which is an exceptional thing. Yeah. If you can do that, you have the mentality to go and win in the UFC, 100%. I spoke to him just before he flew out on the Thursday. Um, when he got the call, the next day, he dialed into the US time. He was, he was going to bed at 7 p.m., waking up at 3 a.m. And he was literally... From 6 p.m. till 7 p.m., that was, that was his chill time. The rest of the time, he was going full tilt for this. I mean, and he's been walking around at light heavy. He's had to come down now for this middleweight fight against Mark Perez on Sunday. 
Well, I think that's a, it's a good opportunity for him to have invested himself. I mean, I think he, he's a hardworking guy. He's a guy that will never stop working. That's just who he is. He's exceptionally driven. Um, you know, and then making the weight, coming down from weight to, to, to middleweight will, will stand him good from a strength point of view. And um, we know that his, his condition is impeccable. He's always in good condition. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a tough call. You know, you get this call for this. This is your dream. Your dream is all of a sudden now real. It's a reality. I've made it. I've done what I set out to be, you know? And uh, you can get lost in that. You can get lost in the fact like, okay, well, now what's next? I, I wanted to get here. Now I'm here. What are, what's the next thing? But um, I, I, he's got good people around him. I think they'll keep him super focused. They'll keep him locked onto what his job is. Um, him acting like a professional. We know what a professional he is. And that's why he has been so successful. Um, you manage your, you, you, you have to manage yourself a certain way, and he's done that impeccably. And uh, he's got the UFC call up. Now he's got to go and produce the results. He's on the big stage. Um, there's all these questions. Is he that good? Is he the guy that's yeah. going to make it on for South Africa? He's carrying all this weight. He needs to put that one side. He needs to not be anybody's hero for, for, 50, for 15 minutes, and he needs to go and fight for himself. He needs to do what what he wants he needs to understand why he's there what's his his want to be there not yeah. what is the country's want yeah, yeah what is my teammates wants what is my sponsors wants because it's easy to get lost up in those things you know okay guys i've got to deliver for everybody now that pressure and that's where i was you know i yeah. felt that I, I and it's a difficult place to be he's got to put that aside he's got to be incredibly selfish and he's got to say right this is for me yeah. And then he can deliver the way that he wants to. I, I really, I, I must tell you, Gareth, it gives me goosebumps hearing you say that because I hope that he watches this podcast and he sees that because to me, that is the most valuable information you've ever given. Yeah, like, I think that's you know, And you're speaking from a, from, a place, from a place of experience when you yeah. feel this whole weight and your whole country behind you and they will win, lose or draw, they'll be behind you. Yeah. But you do have to put yourself in a cocoon and do it for you and do yeah. it for the immediate circle, not, not for and, the, and, the greater good. That'll be a byproduct. Yeah. And he's on the main card guys. I mean, you're making your debut and your this dream is, event on the main card. It's, it's massive pressure. How long, have they, how long have they been in negotiation? Because so, you, don't, you don't just I, happen upon the main, event, the main, main card. I, I think his, his, his managers have been working at this for a while. I don't think, I think he's had a sort of an understanding that it is possible. So he's been working towards it. Mm. I don't think it was just a last-minute thing. I think he needed to be ready for a last-minute call. Um, yeah. So he had to be preparing for that. He knew that. He would have known that already. UFC would have dealt him that. He just can't say anything. Um, you know, just going back to my point, is if I did it again, if I had another opportunity to do it over, 100%, that's how I would have handled the situation. I would have been selfish, and I would have done it for me, and I would have made sure that everybody tied in the line for what I needed for me to be successful because it's my opportunity. Yeah. As much as it's for everybody... It's my opportunity to do what I want to do, yeah. what I want to achieve and who I want to be. We've got no doubt it's, it's not a skill level for me. I, I still look at myself and I 100% believe that I can compete with the best in the world still to this day. Um, but I'm obviously, you know, I'm at the, I'm at the end of, of what would possibly could be a, a good fighting career. Yeah. He's there. His chances are there now. The right he's, age. Yeah. Yeah. The right placement. age. He's got the right opportunity. And he can be everything that we need, but he needs to be himself first. All right, chaps, we've got four and a bit minutes left. Um, 
what do we know about his opponent and what are we expecting from Drikas come uh, Sunday morning on Supersport? Thank God for Supersport showing UFC. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He, so he's a, he's a brown belt out of, Braz, out of Sao Paulo, Brazil, uh, which would say he's obviously very good on the ground. Gareth pulled up some info and his losses have only been by decision. So he's a tough customer. Um, and when he wins, he wins by sub. So <clears throat> will Drickers be able to outstrike him? We hope. Uh, if it goes to the ground, will he be able to, I don't want to say defend because it's a wrong mentality. Yeah. Maybe Drickers will take him down in sub. I mean, you never know. I mean, Yannick Bahati, I don't know what belt he was, but he choked the snot out of him. Um, you know, Drickus is one of those actually can't put a belt on him and say this is his experience because he even said he's a white belt. Mm. But uh, kids got unbelievable strength and unbelievable gas tank. Gee, you'll know more about him. Yeah. No, listen, so, so I think where a lot of people, um, I think kind of fell short with Drickus was the fact that they didn't give him enough credit for his ability to, to, uh, to scramble. Um, he, he's got a, he's got a, when he when he hits that red zone in terms of the scramble, he's very difficult to slow down. He's very difficult to hold on to. You kind of just got to ride him. You can't you can't try and control him because he's he is exceptionally strong. Um, and he and he and it's and he he uses everything. I mean, he, he goes up, he red lines to make sure that he escapes from where he needs to. Um, he he is a very experienced grappler. He's got ex- excellent submissions. He's got Excellent top game. Um, he, he's super strong on top. And in fact, if I, if I had to pick one of his strengths, it would be his ability to get on top of somebody and ground a pound. You saw how many guys he damaged with the ground a pound, which made them panic. And then they scramble. And then with, that's when he snaps on these, these cheeky quick submissions. I think he learns. He knows um, he's, he's, he's very strong on the guillotines. He's, uh, we know how good he is with that. Um, yeah, he's, he's got a very underrated ground game. He's not a guy, he, he wrestles well. He's got strong wrestling base. He's got a good mixture between wrestling and, and Greco. Um, I, I kind of think the one place that he does lack is his, his, his transition from striking to the actual contact point. Yeah. Uh, that could be a, a, a weak zone for him and something that he would need to work on. Um, but... Yeah, he's got a good all-round game. I mean, Drickus has got power. He can knock guys out. He's not afraid to throw a combination. He can throw head kicks. He can throw knees. He can throw elbows. Yeah. Um, to leave it there, just... Gareth. Sorry, man. We are running out of time here on our recording. And um, hopefully we see Drickus win Sunday morning. It's on Supersport. Fight Island. It's all happening. We look forward to that. Guys, thanks yeah, for yeah. Super excited. Super excited. Thank you. Thanks for joining us as always. Uh, good luck to Drickus Duplessy. We're behind you. It's great advice from both of you. And we look forward to seeing him in action. It's been MMA Uncaged. Like and subscribe and get in touch via social media. Let's go. Myself, they call me J-O-A to the easy E-N Know that we undefeated, y'all are beneath them speeds Let's find the air agreements But his lines are overhead, better check the air for clearance Call the tower, this is our clear to heat the air apparent, uh-huh Really, I never
even better. Yeah. Legacy, this is forever. Huh. All the more times I've been seven, I'm raising the boy, you can go ahead and mess him. Yeah. Think about time for a toast. Yeah. Time that we welcome the coach. Yeah. Yo, we're just leaving it, no. Yeah. Yeah. This right here forever.